G'day, Andrew. Yeah, look, it, uh, it means for the race club that we uh, we can no longer have owners on course, um, which is a bit of a, a downer. We've just welcomed them back for the previous two race meetings um, at the race course. And, uh, yeah, so we'll have to turn away any owners, um, as all the other clubs are doing as well. But other than that, um, it probably it's just sort of dampens our optimism, I guess, as we move into spring, whether we can have crowds for our, um, you know, our feature spring race days being Beach Party and Bendigo Cup Day. You had a few meetings with some owners. Did you get through some meetings before the restrictions were put back in? Yeah, just the two. Um, the first race meeting, we had uh, approximately 35 owners on course, and then the um, the most recent one, we only had two owners on course. So it was a pretty, and we've had some pretty bleak weather during that time. Um, and of course, it's not the owners' experience that they're uh, accustomed to. So. Um, yeah, we're hoping to sort of grow those numbers, but uh, a bit of a setback, and um, yeah, we'll have to review that. We'll talk in a moment about a terrific uh, initiative you've done or a gesture to members. Uh, what about in general as a business model? How are you travelling as a club, as a business? Yeah, obviously, it's more the spring. If we can't have crowds um, for our two feature meetings in spring, that'll certainly um, uh, be a significant uh, loss to us from a revenue point of view if we can't have crowds for Beach Party or Bendigo Cup Day in October. Um, as it stands right at the minute, we're not on job keeper. We think we will be eligible um, over the coming weeks, so that'll that'll offset some of the uh, additional expenditure we've had to um, outlay for you know, the disinfectants and the different contractors with security and the cleaning and things. So, um, yeah, it's just been a bit of a time of uncertainty, like a lot of businesses and industries at the moment. So um, we still don't exactly know what's around the corner, but um, we're hopeful that it can turn around. So so you mean Bendigo itself, not on JobKeeper, other clubs are, or some are, some are? Does it differ from club to club, does it? Yeah, it does. It does. So um, we are, all clubs are quite well funded through Race in Victoria and we're one of those, and because we've continued to race and train and um, our funding hasn't um, been reduced from Racing Victoria, has meant that we haven't dropped um, 30% in revenue um, year on year, which was uh, the current um, requirement. But as we lead towards uh, spring, um, we're starting to feel a bit of a pinch now. So um, we're hopeful that um, in the coming weeks we will become eligible, and as I said, that would um, certainly uh, assist the club from a financial perspective. You've got a number of uh, regular meetings, for want of a better term, before you do hit your big ones. Um, how flexible can you be in terms of needing to know where the crowds can come, marquees to be booked, uh, areas to be set aside? Is that something that can be pushed to very fine lines, both with, I guess, people wanting to know if they can come to allowing them to come and so on? Yeah, we can push it so far. Um, I dare say that um, there will be a line in the sand moment that'll that'll probably come up over the next probably four to, to eight weeks, where most clubs will, will make a call. Um, I think if we were to have crowds, um, it would be obviously restricted, and that's what we we don't know, and the, the clubs don't know is that uh, we know the social distancing will be around. That'll be around for for some time, um, but in terms of the numbers, uh, that's what we don't know. So potentially, I think, best-case scenario, it might be like a members-only Bendigo Cup day, um, and we might be able just to, to open the doors for a certain amount of, of members or our um, entire membership base. So that would be the best-case scenario. Obviously, in the country, it's not quite as bad just being in Stage 3 and not Stage 4. Um, however, yeah, I think these next six weeks will um, give us a good indication as to where we might sit for spring. Aaron Herbst from Bendigo taking our call. Aaron... 
a magnificent gesture, for want of a better term, or just an initiative, but you've basically decided to renew all your current members' membership for free. Yeah, that's right. So um, our members missed out on our Golden Mile race day earlier in, in March this year. It was our first race meeting whereby um, we were affected um, with the COVID restrictions. So that's obviously a key race meeting um, in our um, on our calendar um, that our members highlight and attend each year. So um, a lot of our members were obviously pretty flat on that, and, and we were as well. And we've been in a, a fortunate enough position that we um, we could offer our existing members free membership for, for now the current 2021 season. So that was a unanimous decision by the board and and, um, and endorsed by all, all the team at the race course. So we, we implemented that. We believe we're the, um, pretty much the first country club that went out with such an initiative and, and obviously it's been well received by our membership base. So um, hopefully we can get them back to the race course sooner rather than later, but if not, they know that um, they uh, re- remain members of our club and we can... Um, continue to engage with them through different online and social media platforms until they can come back on course. So given we broadcast live into Bendigo as we speak, um, is this a case of a pleasant surprise they'll discover themselves? Because it's not too uh, too um, silly to say there might be some that would have said, look, things have got hard, the work's not there, so we're just not going to renew this year and we'll pick it up again maybe down the track. Is this something they have to follow up? Are you just going to send them a nice email letter? How do they discover that you've done this gesture that their membership will just continue for another season? Yeah, so we communicated back in June to all our membership base that that was the way we, the path we would go down. Uh, we did that via um, uh, direct direct mail and email and um, following up um, with reminders um, since then. So all our membership base uh, we've touched base with. As I said, obviously it's been received quite well. Uh, we've had over 70% of our members renew via online, um, so they're still required to tick a box just to, to say that they're still bound by the terms and conditions of, of each membership entails. So, um, yeah, our, our membership renewal um, number is quite higher than uh, the previous years. I guess it's easy to tick a box and to come up with the um, $150 membership fee. But um, that was the other side of the coin too that you referred to. A lot of our members may be struggling through their own businesses or their own um, uh, different employment. So um, we we took the opinion that even if we were to offer a discounted membership, a lot of our membership base may not have been in the financial position to, um, to, to support the club by way of membership. So it wasn't a decision that was taken lightly, but as I said, it was a unanimous one and um, we're pretty proud of the fact that we're one of the first clubs to make a decision and, and roll with it. So, look, it, it's a big if. What if things improve and crowds are on track to a point and then suddenly someone who wasn't a member wants to join, everyone else is joining for, is there renewed for free, but it's, is it half, you've got something, is it half price for new members going forward if that's the case? That's right, yeah. So our basic membership um, has previously been $150 um, and that's now $75 an hour. Mooks, um, higher end um, membership price uh, was 220 and that's now 110 so anyone that um you know should we uh, we turn the, the circle and we are able to um uh, welcome members and, and patrons back on course um they can certainly uh apply and, and be granted um, bjc membership and still get on course hopefully sooner rather than later and what about the township itself of course you've had uh, a week now um i guess you're wearing a mask at, at, the, at the race club when need be and so on so things have slightly changed what's the mood of the the, the township of bendigo yeah, our numbers unfortunately have sort of crept up over the last fortnight, Andrew. Um, we were sitting at about four um, for some time active cases in Bendigo and that number as we speak today is now up around 29. So 
Um, we've had a few little outbreaks in schools and um, and different industries, so um, still uh, not too bad in terms of numbers, but certainly has increased, as I said, over the last two weeks. So all of Benigo now in stage three. We were in stage two, which was um, you know not, not too restrictive, um, but that's now changed in the face masks and um, pubs have gone back to um, takeaway only and, and, and that type of thing. So um, yeah, the world has changed and it can turn um, pretty quickly. So fingers crossed, we're um, we're going through the worst of it now. We wish you all the best with your race meeting coming up and great to check in with you and just tell people how things are travelling. And if anyone listening uh, is a member of the Bendigo Race Club, just remind you that you're now a member for the next season as well. The club has uh, just rolled over your membership, uh, which is a great gesture. Just uh, um, look at the email and get in touch. Uh, Great to chat to you, Aaron. All the best and uh, stay safe, as they say. Thanks for your support, Andrew.